friends. Welcome to the Unlikely Mentors Podcast. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Mitzi. And each week, we'll share tidbits of wisdom we've learned through life and through our rather unusual friendship. Hey, friends. It's Kelsey here. Mitzi and I just wanted to take a minute and recognize what's going on in our country right now. Our hearts are breaking for the lives lost due to racial bias and prejudice. We're praying for change, but also working to educate ourselves and bring to light bias that we might have. We recognize our privilege as white women, and we want to help raise up black and brown voices in our society. It feels weird to not stop our normally planned episodes to talk about racial injustice, but know that we're working through these tough topics and trying to bring you diverse conversations that are helpful and loving. To the black community, we hear you, we love you, and we stand with you. Welcome to episode number eight. One of the things that Mitzi and I sometimes talk about, especially on long runs when we have a couple hours to kill, uh, is a current book that we're reading. And so we're thinking about summer being here, and we know that time is a little different. Some people have more time, sometimes less time, but hopefully you can get outside and read a little bit. And we thought we would give you a summer reading guide of sorts, our recommendations um, of books we love. And this week, we're going to talk about fiction uh, because, you know, uh, fiction books are more fun to me. Mitz, would you agree with that? Absolutely, I do. I, I read nonfiction too, but any, we'll get to that later. Uh, so we have that episode coming later about nonfiction, but we were just thinking we would share some books we love and maybe a short non-spoiler explanation about the books. And so Mitz, will you start off the list and maybe, you know, tell us about, do you read a lot? Tell us a little bit about that. I will. And you know how I love lists, so I, I, I'll love giving you my list of books. Um, so actually, my love affair with books started when I was young elementary school. There wasn't, you know, there wasn't the computer and Netflix and all that kind of stuff. So I would read myself to, to sleep every night in bed. And so I just couldn't wait to get together with my friends in the books, even, even at that age. And then in college, I remember this specifically, it would be like the middle of finals when things are stressful and you're kind of, you know, staying up really late for me, that would have been 11 or something. <laughs> and I would like pick up some fiction book and just start reading when I was not supposed to be doing that. But it was, it must have been kind of like an escape. Yeah. But it worked for me because I passed most of my classes in college. Most Yay. of. You're a rebel. Mm -hmm. Such I a know. rebel. Um, and then... You know, when you have babies, they take kind of a lot of time, mm -hmm. and you, you really don't have any time to read when you have babies. But I would, again, pick up a book, and maybe when I was nursing or doing something else, um, certainly when I went to bed, I would read myself to sleep. So mm -hmm. I have always been a reader. But yeah. then two events disrupted my reading life. The first one was when I went back to work um, as a school counselor, I had so much to learn. And every night I'd, I'd come home with a bunch of books about college admissions and teenage angst and all that. So I had no room, no time and no room in my head for reading of any kind except for what was related to my work. Sure. So I really didn't read a, a book really for 15 years. And I still remember how to read, but not how to read like anything for fun. Yeah. Um, but then when I retired, I got back into books. I had a, a couple of friends, you, Kelsey, being one mm -hmm. of them, recommend books to me. And so I started reading again. And then the next thing happened. Oh, Netflix. No. I discovered oh. Netflix. Oh, Netflix. And it's like, oh, my gosh, it's just like 
candy frosting. You don't have to like, <laughs> you don't need anything substantial. You just right. click the go button and it, you just get all this stuff in your head. And so I did that for a long time and I, I still love Netflix and I've got a lot of um, shows that Dave and I watch that we enjoy. But I realized that I missed my first love. Don't tell mm. Dave that it was okay. books. Right. Um, so I have gotten back into reading. It's what um, makes me look forward to nighttime the reading. Yeah. I don't. I don't really read during the day, but um, yeah, at night. So that's my. I love that book story, and I'm going to start off by telling you one of the books that I've read in the last couple years is called yeah. "Where the Crawdads Sing." Oh my gosh. Oh, it, I got it for Christmas this year. Oh, good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, start reading it. You're not doing anything else this summer. Oh, I already did. Don't worry. Oh. I read it in January. Oh, okay. Of course you did. <laughs> so um, that book, um, the author, um, Owens, somebody yeah. Owens. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's about this young girl, maybe, I don't know if she's 10. She lives with her parents kind of in a swampy marshland in North Carolina. Yep. And her, her mother runs off. And so she's at home with her siblings and her dad. Her dad's an alcoholic and kind of abusive. So all her siblings end up, end up taking off and she's alone with him. And it, it's pretty tough and she doesn't yeah. go to school. Um, and eventually he he runs off or he dies. I, I don't remember. I don't remember that, either. Yeah, that's not a um, spoiler, don't I don't spoil think. It. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. anyway, then it's about how she manages her life and, and she actually is able to do some pretty cool things despite oh. not having a formal education. Yeah. And then to make it even better, there's this little mystery, murder mm -hmm. mystery entwined in all of this. Right. And when, it, when the story ends, you get it all comes together and it's, it's really yeah. good. Yeah, I agree with that one. I enjoyed reading it. I think that book has gotten a lot of hype this year, specifically. Oh, yeah? I with in my friend group at least, several people have read it, and um, I would say it's definitely. I agree, worth worth a read for sure. Okay, how about you? You got one? Yeah, absolutely. I'm similar to you, Mitz, in that I read before bed, before I go to bed at night, and sometimes during the day if I'm feeling really fancy, I read a lot. So I actually have been keeping a book list of 2020, how, what books I've read. I started in January, and we're recording this on June 1st, so it's June and I think I'm at 16 books so oh far. Oh, my goodness. Your I head know. must just be so full of knowledge. Well, maybe, or they're just easy. I pick easy books to read. And so I read at night or when the girls are napping or whatever. But the first book that I would recommend is called The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas. Uh, this is actually a young adult book. So super easy to read, like language level wise. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, but it's a tough topic. So it's about a black teen who was shot by a police officer. And it's from the point of view of a teenage girl. Uh, this book was recommended to me, actually, I think on another podcast, as a good place to start when you're if you're trying to learn about racial disparity in more of a fiction story format. And I found it to be a great place to start. It gave me, it was eye-opening while still being quick and like an easy read. It wasn't, you know, you're not drudging through tough language or vocab. I think actually the book just or the book just became a movie. There's a movie out now. I saw that, yeah. Okay, I haven't seen it yet, but of course I would always recommend reading the book before yeah. you see the movie. Yeah. But I think, you know, topic-wise, good 
Either Excuse ways. me. I didn't see the movie. I saw that it was out. I should. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, good, Mitzi. Because if you haven't read the book, I would. Be... Right. Well, and actually, I, I want to insert this. Kelsey, you had yeah. uh, told me about that book, um, and I read it as well. Oh, you and, did. Yeah, and and maybe this is another podcast, but Kelsey and I have both read a number of books that have kind of given us an introduction into, as Kelsey said, the. The, the whole, the racial disparity in our country. Mm-hmm. And um, this book was an awesome way to start. Yeah, so, I agree. Yeah. Highly recommended for sure. Okay, number two for you, Mitz. Okay, well, there's another book. This is, I like psychological mystery thriller mm-hmm. books too. So this one is called The Girl in the Window by Renee mm-hmm. Polish. And it's this um, woman who's going through divorce. Her, her life is really miserable. And the only pleasure she gets is looking out her window into her neighborhood and she's got this really handsome neighbor and Mm. uh, she watches him all the time and kind of fantasizes and then suddenly his wife dies and somehow she's implicated and so she has to do her own research detective work to figure out who done it and she uncovers all this stuff that's going on in the neighborhood of, uh, of people who she thought were she thought were um, wonderful, normal, sure. happy people. So anyway, uh, that's a okay. good one. The Girl in the Window, Renee Polish, I see. Um, do you, was it like scary? Uh, no, because the, psychologically scary, yes. Yeah. But you didn't I think always I know have, what was going on. I think I might have picked that one up and put it back down because I don't oh. do well with like creepy. Oh, it's you're, not, you're mm. such a baby. But I know. I'm a, more a feel-good yeah, so I would book. say it's a little creepy, yes. Okay, okay, that's good. Okay, how about you? So the second one, so I'm going to talk about an author next, which is maybe against the rules, but Ooh. I truly feel like I can recommend anything he's written. I think I've read every book, and that is Charles Martin. So I first came upon this author through my brother. My brother is nerdy like me, and he does a book club with some friends, and actually my husband is a part of it now. And they read this book called When Crickets Cry a long time ago, probably like five or six years ago. Um, And I read it. He suggested, he's like, hey, I think you guys should all read this to my family. Read it and immediately fell in love and just ate up every other book that Charles Martin had published. And so I think my family now owns them because my mom will buy them and then we'll all sort of share them through the family. Um, But he writes a ton of good ones. So my most recent one I read by him was called Water from the Heart. It's about a millionaire who ends up in Central America. He's got like some suspect uh, choices in life that he's made. And he helps local people... He, so he gets hurt, he needs medical attention, but he ends up like becoming entwined in the local community and getting water for them. And so it was super heartwarming. I just, oh. it, was a, it was a little while ago that I read it, but I remember at the end just feeling good. You know, like oh. one of those books. Yeah. I really haven't read a Charles Martin that I didn't love. Uh, another one that comes to mind is a, Li- a Life Intercepted about a football player that was really good. So anyways... Anything by Charles Martin is my next recommendation. I'm very intrigued, especially. Have you ever read him? No, and especially the first uh, title you mentioned. So I will check that out. Yeah, When Crickets Cry. By the way, do you read hard copy books or on Kindle or, or what do you do? Yeah, I do a mix of both. If it's something like Charles Martin, my mom will buy it and she, you know, buys us a book for Christmas and that sort of thing. I don't 
personally buy them. I have the Libby app on my iPad and then I can get them from the library. So I still don't buy them like on Kindle, but I rent them from the library, which is free. So that's how I've read most books, I would say. What do you do? Well, do you think if I told your mom my favorite books, she'd buy them for me as well? Probably. She's probably listening right now and jotting it down. (laughs) Okay. All right. (laughs) Okay. Book number three. And I read most of my books on Kindle because I read in bed at night and I can make the font large or small or upside down or whatever I want. So it's convenient. Yeah. For sure. Okay. So I can't believe it took me this long to read this book, but I just read it about two weeks ago, The Secret Life of Bees by Sue Monk Kidd. I haven't read it. Oh, yeah. It's good. It's really good. And I learned a lot about the life of bees. Very interesting. <laughs> I mean, because she she intertwines that theme through the book. But okay. it's, um, it's a te- young teen girl, like 12 or 13 or something. And she, um, it's maybe during the 60s, she runs away from an abusive father um, and her mother had already taken off. And she runs away with the woman who takes care of her. And this is a, a black woman. And this is in the South. They run away to North Carolina because she had an idea that there was some family there. And they get taken in by this family that takes care of bees. And it's a black family. So, gosh, I can't even remember what her name is, the um, main character of the book. But she is finally feels like she's got a family and it's a you know a very different one because it's it's all women and there's all ages and she learns how to love and how to be loved and um, there's some um, civil rights stuff in the background um, but it's it's just a really great book about coming of age and love and and all that stuff okay I I can't believe I haven't read that one before I'm adding it to my summer reading list Okay. Goodness. I love that. The next one, and I realize I'm really bad at this um, list making thing because I'm I'm gonna say an author again next. I I not I just don't know if that's allowed. I know. But and so the author that I'm gonna recommend again is David Baldacci. He's probably my second favorite author. Oh yeah. Um, and he's totally a different style than like Charles Martin, right? David Baldacci is more of a thrilling, like cop drama do you know what i'm saying yeah, like i've FBI. read a couple of his yep okay okay and i like it because you're trying to figure out what's going on similar to your your the girl in the window book but i think i'm never really scared during them i'm just intrigued okay. um and so these are like the kind that i don't put down i become like a generally suspect mother because i'm probably <laughs> ignoring my children while i'm trying to finish the book right mm-hmm. cuz they always leave a cliffhanger at the end of a chapter too right so like you got to okay, start the next page i'm going to finish this chapter and then be done and then you get the end i'm like okay well i'm going to keep going obviously um so the i do have a favorite that comes to mind though there's a series called the will robbie series uh and the, it starts with the book the innocent which centers around this 14 year old runaway girl who is just super interesting kind of gr- person and then she has this relationship not a weird relationship but a relationship with a cop and they're trying to like solve a mystery together and so seeing how they trust each other and all that sort of thing oh it's he wasn't a cop i'm lying i think it, he was like a hitman hitman oh. hired by the government though so they were so, an odd couple yeah for sure so that one and then once i read that the innocent i was hooked on 
all the all other the ones rest. in that series. And I, I really love David Baldacci. So he, that's my next recommendation. Do you have another one, Mitz? Yeah. Yes, but I'm going to say yeah. before that, I love anything written by Maeve Binchy and anything written by John Grisham. Oh, yeah. Um, I okay. just can pick anything up of theirs and read it. I've read them all, all their stuff, but I pick okay. their stuff up again because it's easy. But the last book I want to talk about is called The Kitchen House by Kathleen Grissom. And wow, uh, this is a, it takes place, it must be mid-1800s. And it's about this 14-year-old white girl. She, oh, no, she's not 14. Every girl. I was going to say, the other about, yeah. girl was know, 14. But, and the girl in my book was 14. Okay, what no, but I'm, I'm just got 14. I think she's about 10, actually. But okay, she younger. is kind of like an indentured servant, maybe. And she goes to work for a, a wealthy family. And she ends up working in the kitchen with the kitchen slaves. And okay. so she um, ends up being becoming very close to the white family she lives with, as well as the black slave family that she works with. And she grows up and is friends and loves all of them. And then the, the whole story takes a turn and she has to decide Okay, who's she going to align herself mm. with? Or her, the black slave family or the white family? And yeah. it's really good. It's hard to read in parts because the author is pretty graphic about uh, the treatment of the slaves. Yeah. I had to, that was hard, but the story yeah. is just fabulous. Oh, that's awesome. I haven't read that one either. Goodness gracious, I have so many books to read. That's awesome. Are you reading a book right now, Mitz? A fiction book specifically? You know what? No. I have okay. been so involved in reading about the Enneagram, which is a whole mm-hmm. other podcast, yeah. that right now I'm, I've am i got Maeve Binchy on my Kindle, and that's what okay. I'm reading at night. I can just ki- pick it up, yep. read a, a few pages, and fall asleep. Okay. Okay. I'm reading a book called The Girl with a Louding Voice by Abby Dara, and it's good. I'm not finished with it yet, so I'm not sure I can recommend it, but it takes place in Nigeria, like a really poor Nigerian village. And it's this girl who is very, uh, she has a really hard life, and she, but she wants to be a teacher and she wants to be educated. And so I'm right in the middle of it, but it, it reminded me because it's also hard to read, like okay. some of the things that she has to go through and that, that they do to women in this village. And I my mom mm. recommended it. And I was like, Mom, this book is yeah. awful. How could you recommend this? And she's like, well, Kelsey, that's how people live. And it yeah. just sort of was like, oh, you're right. Like, you're kind right. You need to know what's going on in the world, right? Y- exactly. Yeah. And and it is sad, but but that's what it is. So anyways, I'm I think that in about three days, I will recommend that book once okay. I'm finished, right. but I'm halfway through and I'm, I'm really enjoying it too. The Girl let, with the Louding Voice. Let us know on the next podcast. Yeah, I sure will. Hey, Kels, um, I don't want to forget this. Yeah. Kelsey and I have a friend named Bean and Bean is a writer and a teacher of writing. And um, can I say a literaturist? I don't even know if that's a word, uh, but anyway, she reads yeah. a ton and she has a blog called Bean's book blog and i i think we'll put yeah. the link oh in i'll sh- link it i okay. will link it oh, she'll link it yeah i don't <laughs> i don't really know what show notes are so kelsey yeah, will fine. do that but yeah. anyway this blog is awesome it it lists the books that she has read a summary what kind of a book it is um, oh, and, so and other recommendations so yeah, yeah. that's a good i will place definitely to go. link that for sure bean is okay. awesome 
big fan. So we want to also hear what you're reading. Uh, Instagram is our favorite way to connect with you right now. So head over there and this week we'll have postings about what we have suggested to read. And then we'll be asking for your reading recommendations too. I'd love to put like a whole compilation of here's what listeners think we should read and have like a big, Ooh, I would whole love that. big list. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah. So yeah, I'm always looking for my next great read thing to read. Uh, we thank you for being here. Thanks for listening. Yeah, we hope that you share this episode with someone you know loves to read. And we will see you next week. Bye.